0: Welcome to the Destiny Church and Throne podcast. We pray this stirs you into a deeper relationship with Jesus and equips you to live a heaven on earth lifestyle daily. Enjoy.
1: I feel like there's so much oil on that right now. Wow. that's so amazing. That's so awesome. Cause I'm seeing people like post about it too. And I'm like, man, that's really in the Lord's heart right now. Um. So I'll kind of share where I got this from, but last week um, I was really battling um, just some mindsets. Like I was, I really caught myself like getting offended about little things and um, I kind of feel like I was going through that a couple months ago, but um, I really caught attention of it last week and began to ask the Lord, Lord, what is in my heart? Like what, what is this? And he told me it's a mindset. I was like, oh, okay. So I told David, I was like, I need to start studying about mindsets. And so um, when I started digging into the Word, I just kept digging and digging. And I got some amazing revelation. And it just, like, transformed my life, basically. And, uh, yeah. So I want to share it. Let's let's dive in. Um, I'm going to share a few scriptures. Uh, but the first one, we're going to start off with Romans 12, 2. And it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And so that word conform, it literally means to squeeze into a mold. Yeah, so if you're like conforming to something, you're being squeezed into it. Um, And so you're either molded by lies or you're molded by the truth. And so transformed means to make a thorough, drastic change in form or appearance. Matthew 17, it says, Six days later, Jesus took Peter and the two brothers, James and John, and led them up a high mountain to be alone. As the men watched, Jesus' appearance was transformed, so that his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. Now, I wanted to share something before um, the scripture, but whenever we were talking about transforming and conforming, um, what really stood out to me was, you know, when a caterpillar transforms into a butterfly, right? So the caterpillar, it apparently, so it like spins itself into a cocoon, and it it sits there and marinates, and then it becomes this beautiful butterfly. And so I love it because the caterpillar it, it takes itself apart from the world into this own little cocoon, and it just sits there until it becomes something beautiful. And so I feel like a lot of the time we need to take ourselves out of the world for a little bit and just get into that little cocoon, which would be our secret place, you know, and just sit there and marinate in what he's telling us. Just sit there marinating that cocoon in that secret place. And then once you're out of that, it's like you're transformed into a completely different human. It's amazing. Um, It's like whenever you see someone who, before they were saved, and then when you see them after and they're living for Jesus, it's like their whole demeanor changed. You know, their appearance, everything about them changed and transformed. And so the word transformed in both of those passages, it means the same thing. So when our mind is renewed or transformed, our appearance looks completely different. And so I'm just kinda, I'm gonna go off on a little thing real quick. So um, about the the brain. So the brain, everything stems from it. And so in order for you to move your muscles and your nerves, it's connected to your brain. So your brain sends signals um, to move your nerves and to talk and open your mouth and to move around and do all these things um and so without the brain we'd be vegetables you know and so that's why it's so important when we renew our mind it's like that's all we need and it's like we begin to see like him we begin to to smell his fragrance we begin to hear like him and and walk like him you know we we become who he is and we get to live out the fullness of all that he has called us to be and so one way that we can be transformed By the renewal of our mind is through repentance. Hear me out. Because I thought, so, there are two meanings to repentance. So, one, it's, you know, you confess, um, you confess and, and ask the Lord for forgiveness of your sins. But it also means, it also means rearranging your entire way of thinking. I did not know that. That's amazing. And so... The Lord woke me up the other night, and I was out of it. I was like, Lord, why am I up right now? And he told me, the fruit of repentance will keep you at the feet of Jesus and not at the feet of man. Yeah, so the fruit of repentance will keep you at his feet, which means the fruit of the way that you rearrange your entire way of thinking will keep you at his feet. And then it says in, in, in the Bible, it says the goodness of God leads man to repentance. It's through his goodness that changes our thought patterns. Mm, not only our thought patterns, but our appearance is completely changed and transformed as well. Just like the light. He is the light. God sent his son to be, you know, to come into the fullness. And so we have access to be all of that. We have the access to, to live in the fullness of what Jesus what Jesus lives out of. Matthew 3, 2, it says, repent of your sins and turn to God, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. There's that word repent. Change the way we think. It says the kingdom of God is at hand. It's here. There's another version. It says the kingdom of God is near, which means what? It's within us. It's so close. It's inside of us. And So when we begin to live with a renewed mind, we start allowing the kingdom that's inside of us to dictate the kingdom on the outside. That simply means to start, we start living with heaven's agenda than the patterns of the world. So when you can see someone, maybe they're like, they have like a smile on their face, and y- you don't know what's really going on on the inside, but you can sense like anxiety. You know, you have that discernment. You can sense something's going on, and sometimes it affects the outward. It affects the out-reality. And so we have to constantly live with an awareness that the victory has already been won. It's our choice to live with a renewed and transformed mind. So when we begin to live with a renewed mind, we begin to live out of the complete fullness of Jesus. The fruits of the Spirit transform our minds. It's joy, peace, patience. We begin to live out of that. When we begin to live out of the mind of Christ. Bill Johnson says this, A transformed mind transforms a body a transformed body transforms a city get that (laughs) when we live a transformed mind it transforms our complete being when we're transformed we can go out and transform a city and when a city is transformed we can transform a nation y'all like it's crazy Mm -mm -mm. we are in the world but we are not of the world Yeah, God sent us into the world, but he gave us the mindset of Christ to be the salt and the light of the world. Mm -mm -mm. We're going to talk about taking thoughts captive, too. 2 Corinthians 10.5 says, We can demolish every deceptive fantasy that opposes God and break through every arrogant attitude. That is raised in defiance of the true knowledge of God. We capture, like prisoners of war, every thought. And we insist it to bow in obedience to the anointed one. We insist it to bow. What does that mean? We have authority, guys. We have authority. We can take captive every thought that's not of him. And command it to bow before the Lord. Before the anointed one. One of the main ways the enemy attacks us is through the battlefield of the mind. This is why it's so important to stay in the Word and know the truth. Very important. And a lot of the times we discover, we call out the lies of the attacks of the enemy. But it's also important to know the Word to replace it. We have to know the Word to replace it with those lies. The sword... And the armor of God, it wasn't huge, it was just a little dagger. But it was used to get the arrows out of the soldiers. We use the truth to dig out the arrows in our minds. We don't just take them out, but we put truth in its place. We get out any arrows or lies. We take captive every thought with the word of God. Just like at the end of verse 5, it says take captive the thoughts and make them obedient in Jesus. If you're obedient to Jesus, you are in the will of God. So when the enemy tries to lie to us, we tell it to come under the will of God. We have authority. We take captive those thoughts. Philippians two two five 5 it says, And consider the example that Jesus, the anointed one, has set before us. This is my favorite part. Let his mindset become your motivation. We should be motivated daily just by just by his mindset. We were called to have the mindset of Christ daily. So let his mindset become our motivation. This verse truly shows us that we were designed to have the mind of Christ. When Jesus went to the cross, he didn't go with the mindset of the flesh. He went with the mindset of the Father. I forgot what verse it is, but it says, the joy that was set before him, he was able to endure the cross knowing that we would be his, is because he had the mindset of the Father, and what he was going to do. He wasn't thinking of of anything else, but what the Father had sent him to do. Mm Mm-mm. When we sit at the table and commune with Him, it's at that place where He renews you. The Lord told me Sunday, Come and sit, or come to the table and sit at my feet, drink my wine, and at that place is where you're complete. When we just sit at the feet of Jesus, that's all we need. Because <laughs> when we sit there and we're in that secret place, that's where all the renewing and the transformation happens. It's nothing we have to strive for. Like I was telling you earlier, we just abide in him. That's all we have to do. And he takes care of everything else. I had this vision Sunday, and we were all sitting we were all sitting at this long table, and at the table there were these chairs, and there were these wooden chairs, and it had our names written on them, not just written on them, sorry, they were carved on them. And you know when something's written, it's just temporary, right? When something's carved into something, it's permanent. It's not going anywhere. And so our names are carved on those seats. He just asks us to just come and sit. Just come and sit with me. The Lord also told me this Sunday, your identity is found in my feet. It's where you're free and you're made completely whole. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. That's why it's important to stay in the Word. Mm -mm -mm, Sorry, y'all. Hold on. My note's duplicated. I'm so sorry. Yeah, so just... It's always important to just stay in the word and know the word. So when the enemy comes in and tries to lie, we can back it up with the word. So we take captive every thought, every thought, and we make it bow. We insist it to bow in obedience to him. I know this was really short. But that's, yeah, that's. That's all really that the Lord has just, he's just given me so much revelation, renewing of the mind, and I'm still digging. I'm still, I'm still finding new things. But y'all, this, I know, like, this has completely just, it's set me free, like, on a whole nother level. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, we're here, the one reason why we're here is to please his heart. We're not here for anyone else. We're not here for anyone else. So that means nothing else really matters as long as we're staying at his feet. And when our gaze is on him and there's no other distractions, that's when renewal takes, it really transforms our lives. So I really hope that this encouraged you guys. I really hoped it helped. I'm sorry, it was really short. So uh, short and sweet, but I hope this helped you guys. Good. I'm glad. Good. Anyway you have something to share? Yeah.
0: That was really good. <laughs> that was so, so good and amazing word, babe. And so thankful for you. <coughs> as we're, she was sharing a lot of that with me at home, and as I went to work today, I was just thinking about the renewed mind and just how important it truly is to understand that. And uh <coughs> one of the things I thought about was that verse she said, Second Corinthians 10.5. Before that, though, it talks about tearing down the strongholds, and truly, that's what a renewed mind does, but at the same time, though, like we talk about, like she said, you your mind's going to be molded by something, the lies or the truth, and it's, a, it's, it's just amazing because, like, that, a stronghold isn't, like, you know, a small little thing, you know what I mean? It, it gets built up, and that's what, tr- that's what happens when you dwell on these lies, and you dwell on the lies of the enemy. You you, a, you you literally create a strong, stronghold in your mind, and that's what starts happening. A strong depression, anxiety, whatever it is, temptation, the enemy tries to get to you. But what happens, though, once again, when you have the truth and you take that thought captive with the renewed mind, you start knowing the will of the Father. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's what starts That's what she was sharing a lot. of. That's I know that's what hit me to really understand that more and more of, like, to just know, like, man, like, when you have a renewed mind, like the word says in Second Corinthians ten five, it literally says you take those thoughts captives and you literally say, Come under the the come under Jesus, but at the same time it says you're it's anointed. You tell it to be I mean, do you tell it to be obedient to Jesus Christ. And like she was saying, when you're obedient, you're in the will of the Father. So any lie that if you take it captive, all you're doing is telling that anxiety, the true will of the Father for my life is for me to have joy. Or if I have pain in my heart, hey, the the will of the Father is for me not to have this pain. I'm healed totally. That's what starts happening when you have a renewed mind. You start taking all these thoughts captive, but not just saying, hey, get out of here, Satan, you know. But like I said, you tell it to come under the will of God. So you tell it to lie. Whatever tries to come with the renewed mind, that's what starts happening, though. You just start walking with this, you know, truly walking in freedom. Because it's, it's so important, and I love the—I just love that so much. And David says in Psalms 27.4, the one desire I have is to behold the beauty of God, but also to meditate in His temple. You know, we talk a lot about beholding Him, but it's also very important to understand also a desire that we need is just to meditate on Him. It's just to truly have our thoughts daily on Him. Because if not, believe me, it gets heavy <laughs> in the wrong way. It gets very heavy. It gets very uh, stressful, frustrated in the wrong way when we don't meditate on Him or we don't behold Him, but that was a really good word, man. It really was very timely and it's so important, I'm telling you, to renew your mind daily with the Word of God.